Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Fight Podcast. My name is Marcus, I'm your host, and this is episode number 727. Today is just me. I won't keep you for long, don't worry. But I think what I've got to say is, maybe for once, hopefully not for the first time, but I hope it's important to you. It's definitely important to me, and that's what's actually made me start scribbling my notes and put this show together. Some of you might think that actually some shows I go into completely blind with very little in the way of notes, and you're absolutely right. Often people come to me through different agencies and I get their bio and we just talk off that and the conversation rolls super freely and I think it gives a lot of value to people. But when I'm sat here on my own, most of the things that I'm talking about start with some drawings, scribblings, notes in my notebook and after a few weeks, sometimes just a couple of days, but normally a few weeks, come to be a show. Today, I'm going to talk about gratitude and reflection, which some of you may think is not really up my alley. How, however, having reflected on it, no pun intended, I have actually been practicing gratitude and reflection for, for quite a long time in a number of different ways. Some of them I'm going to share today, some of them I might not get to, because there's quite a lot to be said about it. But I want to kick off by looking really at what these things are, and also why I've put them in the same show. Because a lot of people will tell you that actually gratitude is probably worth a show on its own, and I would definitely agree, as is reflection. However, across the next 30 minutes, I'm going to hit you with the points that I think are important, some action points that I think you can start to adopt into your life to have what I would hope is quite a fast impact. But before we get to that, let's have a look at some definitions here. Gratitude, the quality of being thankful. Appreciation, kindness. Actually sounds pretty cool. And if you think about it in the world right now, and I'm gonna ask you to do a couple of different things during this show, but just think about your quality of being thankful how you show appreciation, and also how you display in your personality kindness. Let's look at the definition of reflection. Actually, and you could Google it or use a dictionary, it's something along the lines of casting back a light. It goes a little bit deeper than that, in that reflection is the change in direction of a wavefront at an inf interface between two different media so that the wavefront returns into the medium from which it originated. That's a bit of more of a mouthful. But it is probably what most people think it is. It is looking back to what happened. And in this particular sense that I'm speaking about it today, it's looking back into various parts of our life, casting a light back into various parts of our life to see what happened, and then, as I'll get to, ask why it happened, and if I'm happy with what happened and why it happened, how can I further replicate that? And on the same token, 
I'm not super happy, what can I do about it in future to stop it from happening? I'm going to focus for the first part of the show on gratitude. And actually, my thoughts or my deeper thoughts and a more practical example came in a talk I was giving a few weeks back when someone turned around to me and for those of you that don't know, I do various talks. You could put it under the banner of motivational speaking to public audiences when asked to, to private audiences and companies when asked to about various different things. And I was actually talking about goal setting and motivation related to goal setting. And someone came up in the audience, stuck up their hand and said, I have a question. And I always love to get questions because A, it makes my job a little bit easier and B, it makes it specific to the audience. It's all very good me getting up the front, dancing around, telling them different stories, talking about motivation, goal setting, running marathons, all that kind of stuff. But if it's not relevant to them, it kind of goes over their head. So it's really good. If you're ever in an audience at a talk and you've got a public speaker, as long as you're not a complete pain in the ass and you're asking questions left, right and center, please do stick your hand up because it is incredibly helpful. And public speakers, generally, if they've got what well, I think your best intentions at heart, they'd love to take your questions. Anyway, I'll move on. So this lady said to me, she said, so I've got a goal, but some days I wake up and I just feel totally unmotivated. I feel like it's literally the end of the world. I don't have any motivation to get out of bed. I don't, nothing really makes me happy. And I asked her if that was, if she thought that that was actually linked to the goal specifically. To which she said, I don't think so. She said, some days I just wake up and I don't feel it. I don't even feel like getting up. And I could see, not desperation in her face, but she needed a little bit of help. And in that situation, that's actually putting me, the speaker, on the spot. But my answer came super fast and super simple, which was, Forget about all the things that were getting you down on that day. What in life were you actually grateful for? And to be honest, when I asked her this question back, there was a little bit of a pause from her. And you could say with the audience, there was a little bit of an uncomfortable silence for her as she started to think about what she was grateful for. And then she just started to smile. She didn't really need to answer me because what I'd asked her made the penny drop in that there's always something that you can be thankful for. If you're not with me on this quite yet, let me continue on that example. If you've woken up in your bed this morning or any other day and you're not really feeling it, your motivation is a little bit low. Have you woken up in a bed, in a room that's a nice temperature and you've been able to sleep the night before. Because if you have, that could be the one thing that you could be thankful for at that particular point of your life. You can get excited about it. You can be incredibly grateful for it, incredibly thankful. Let me ask you a question. When someone says thanks to you for doing something for them, how does that make you feel? Sadly, these days, it's not overly commonplace. People take things for granted a lot. But when someone genuinely stops to thank you for what you've done for them, 
no matter how big or small. I'm going to ask you again, how does that make you feel? You got your answer? I'm going to give it to you anyway. Pretty good. When someone thanks you, when someone recognizes your effort that you've put into something that you've given them or that you've done for them, it makes you feel pretty damn good. I think a lot of what gratitude is, is actually putting that into ourselves. It's looking inward on ourselves. It's saying thanks and being grateful for things around us, which then that energy, the same as when someone says thanks to you for doing something for them, comes into ourselves. We feel quite happy about it. I always joke with Holly, because I always wake up, or 28 days out of 30, I wake up before her, and I'll always make a pot of coffee. But pretty much every day, she'll tell me how thankful she is and how grateful she is that when she comes down, there's a pot of coffee there and she doesn't have to make it. And if she's come down within, <laughs> within probably about 15 minutes of me making it, it's still warm as well. And that actually warms my heart and makes me even more motivated to do it for her. But she's grateful every morning that there's a cup of coffee, sometimes hot, sometimes not super hot, but weirdly, when it's not super hot, she never heats it up, even though the microwave's right next to the coffee. Whereas if it's vice versa, and she's made the coffee, and this has nothing to do with gratitude, but just an interesting fact for you, if she's made the coffee, and it's been an hour or so till I've got up, or the coffee's gone cold, I will always heat it in the microwave. Very strange. But I'm sat here right now drinking some cold brew whilst I speak to, whilst I record this show. So very strange. Anyway. It feels great. It feels absolutely great when people say thanks. And it also feels great when we say thanks to ourselves. When we take time to appreciate what we have. And honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, it means that you have a smartphone or a computer, which is probably worth somewhere in the region of $1,000 you're doing okay. You really, really are. So if you wake up one morning and you think you're not feeling it, have a look down to what you've probably got in your hand, hopefully not too soon after you wake up, but you'll have it close to you, I know, because you won't have listened to all my other shows where I've told you to keep your phone out of the bedroom. Don't jump on it straight away, but look down to what's in your hand and realize that what you have in your hand is a gift and be grateful for it. And what we need to do is focus our energy on these things. Focus our energy on these small things that are making us happy. It's all too easy to focus energy and to say we don't have and to say we can't and to look at the things in the world that are not great. And we do it the whole time. The number of conversations people have Let's take a simple example, the last year around COVID, and I'm just as guilty as anyone else. You know, we know the COVID situation isn't great. It's not an overly positive situation because generally it's talking about death. It's talking about cases rising or restrictions. It's all of quite a negative nature, but we do it. So we need to almost balance out our minds. We need to balance out the energy within our bodies and we need to inject into it gratitude, gratefulness, thanks. Because if we don't, we risk 
taking things for granted. And that's quite a weird position to be in. Because if I flip that around again and ask you, do you like being taken for granted? No one's putting their hand up. No, no one likes being taken for granted. Everyone likes to be acknowledged for the things that they have done. So gratitude is something that can lift us up. It can provide us that motivation. It could be that tipping point. For the example that I used there, it could be that tipping point which gets that lady's motivation back on track. For sure, not every day you're going to wake up and feel absolutely amazing, super motivated, jumping out of bed, doing backflips, ready to smash the goal that you've got. But on the days that you don't, have a think about some of the more basic things. The fact that you've woken up. That one's quite deep, isn't it? The fact that you actually woke up. I wonder what the stats are of people that will fall asleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow. Oh, morbid show, incoming, not at all. But the fact that you've woken up, you're in a bed, the room is a nice temperature, the duvets are wrapped around you, you're able to get up, go to a bathroom, open the tap, brush your teeth with a toothbrush, with toothpaste, with running water. Jeez, there's so many things to be grateful for. Never mind when you get downstairs and your A-star husband has made you the nicest cup of coffee you're probably going to have that day. I'm not sure if Holly still listens to my show. 727 shows in and living with me for the last 18 years. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't. Fill yourself as much as you can with positive energy. I know it's not easy at times. Life's not always super easy. And it'll be tough when there's a lot of things against you. But there are always things for you. And to me, that really is gratitude. It's looking for those things. And don't only do it when things are going bad. Do it when things are going good as well. When you're having a great day, or when you wake up full of life, ask yourself the question, what am I grateful for? And you know what? I think Holly's example of the coffee is a great example that you can be grateful for the same thing pretty much every day. Let's jump to reflection. Reflection, as I said at the start, is casting a light back. And the reason we cast a light back or want to look back is I want to understand our behavior. I want to understand my behavior. I want to understand what I did and what result it gave me. And that doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. And this is one of the things I think which... On the gratitude side, and this is kind of probably one of the reasons why I've mixed these two together, although they probably shouldn't be, as I said. But on the gratitude side, it's a lot of, I'm looking for positivity. What am I grateful for? I'm not feeling great in some on some days. I'm using gratitude to just check in, reset, and look at what I'm grateful for. It's quite a positive experience for the most part. Reflection might not always be super positive. And in fact, in a number of cases, it's the negativity that we're able to grow more from. Hang on a minute. It's the negativity that we're able to grow more from. 
It might be our failures that we're able to grow more from. But in a number of scenarios, people are not taking part in reflection because they don't want to address those failures. They don't want to address things that have gone in the past that they weren't really comfortable with. They don't want to unpack them because it's quite painful. They don't want to understand a behavior that took place or an incident that took place and they don't want to ask themselves or those around them why it took place because they don't really want to understand it because that might be a little bit painful. So therefore they never learn from it and therefore when it comes up again, they don't know how to react. It's quite weird because I believe that one of the key parts of reflection or the key positives of reflection is that it teaches us, trains us, helps us to prepare to react in the right way in the future. It's a way of learning. It's a way of looking at what we've done and understanding if we could have done it better. And that doesn't mean picking it apart and not always being positive about things. There's some things that you should be super positive about. There's also things that maybe you understood that you didn't do absolutely perfectly, but you could be very happy about the way that you've done it and you know now that if it comes up in future, you'll react slightly differently to do it absolutely incredibly. And this goes, I'm, I'm speaking quite figuratively at the moment, I'm gonna go into a practical example because it goes in all different areas of life. Let's take an office example. Your boss comes into you and he gives you a piece of work and you react quite badly to it. You get a bit of a huff on, which never impresses any boss because it's like, oh gee, you've given me more work again and you gave me loads of work last week and now I've, I'm overworked. Whereas in fact, if you look at it in reflection, that's what you're there for. And if you look at it in reflection, how might that, have affected your boss. It's quite an interesting one. So therefore, the next time, if you reflect on it in the right way, the next time your boss gives you some work, you might react a little bit different. You might smile and thank him or her for it. Or you might say to them, whilst I appreciate I'm here to work, I do actually have quite a lot on at the moment. So is it all right if I give you this piece of work back in a week or 10 days? They're all sort of, that's a scenario that I've kind of just made up, to be totally honest, based on the notes that I made. But hopefully you get my point. When it comes to human performance, it's quite similar as well. Be it around food, be it around exercise. One of the biggest things I ask people is if they are going to eat bad or if they're consistently making bad food choices, how they feel when they're just about to make that food choice. And most of them most of them will say they know they're doing the wrong thing, but there's something burning inside that they just makes them want to do it. What I'll do is I'll question them about it and we'll try and uncover a little bit deeper the why and therefore prepare them the next time that particular scenario comes up. We'll understand why we've got the result we got on the first place and we'll be able to prepare people better going forward. The same in physical exercise. Why did you stop running? Why did you stop walking? Why do you think you couldn't lift those weights? It's about unpacking the behaviors that have happened and figuring out how we take it forward. And as I said, some of them are positive and some of them can be quite negative at the same time. You need to unpack the negatives as well. 
You need to make those negative, you need to understand those negatives and if needs be, make the negatives into positives or be totally comfortable with taking them out of your life. And it comes similar to gratitude is this will give you more clarity on where to focus your energy on what's actually super important for you. If you reflect that when you're hanging out with certain people, you make bad choices and you understand that as a behavior, you maybe make bad choices due to related to food, maybe to alcohol, to exercise, to anything, maybe to sleep, they keep you up too late. If you're understanding that every time you hang out with that particular person, you make that bad choice, then it becomes a lot easier in future, once you've identified with it, to say no to that person. Is that a negative? Sort of, but it's turned into a positive because you know going forward that you're not actually going to spend that time and invest that energy with them. You'll know clearly which people you need around you. It's tough sometimes because as people change, you might change from listening to this show, you might change in five years, but people around you will also change. So it's important that you know which people around you are actually driving you forward. And you'll only do it if you participate in some form of reflection. I wonder, how many of you participate in reflection right now? Let's move on for the last 10 minutes of the show to practicing these two things. And I'm going to hop back to gratitude. This is probably the easier of the two to give you solid action points on. When you wake up in the morning, pick one thing that you're grateful for. As soon as you open your eyes, what thing are you grateful for? Ask yourself that question. If you need to, write it down, preferably on a piece of paper. If that's tough on day one, that's fine. The word, the object, the person, that could be the only thing. If it's easy, then go under that and write why. I think it's super important to understand why you're grateful for what you're grateful for. If you feel totally comfortable with that, find someone you you want to share with it, it with. It could be a loved one, it could be a colleague. You could share different things with different people to help you progress. Some of you might be thinking, wow, that's a little bit too hectic. I don't want to share any of these things with anyone. And that's absolutely fine. You don't need to at the start. There might come a point where you feel more comfortable doing so. Or there might become a point where you feel that you actually really don't need to. Some things need sharing and other things don't need sharing. Make sure it's meaningful though. And that's why I'm not always massively in favor of daily gratitude journals. Yes, there should be something every day, but they become often very structured that you have to write down three things. You might choose one thing to be grateful for on a day and you might want to invest all of your time and energy and thoughts into that. And I think that's absolutely fine. Some days, singular focus actually helps us to get more motivated or to get out of a particular situation we're in. I don't think it's always right that we need to be grateful for three or four things. That's why my go-to guide on gratitude is taking one thing on one day and being grateful for it. Once you feel confident with that, ask why, 
Once you feel super confident, start to share it. And if that one thing becomes two things with a why, with a share, that's also cool. But just be careful who you share stuff with. When it comes to reflection, I want to put this a little bit into the corporate setting. That we see companies releasing, for example, quarterly results, annual results. They know that they have deadlines to meet. And you could do exactly the same. You could set your own deadlines. Quarterly could be where you start, where you have a quarterly reflection on what's gone on. Monthly could be fantastic. Weekly is also great to reflect on the week gone by. Or daily. Always like reflection personally in the evening. And one way that this has always actually been part of my family is since when I was younger, I'd sit with mum and dad every evening when I was at home and we'd have dinner and we'd talk about the day. And I think this is not uncommon for a lot of families, although I think it's also becoming a little bit less common, especially in the Middle East where people seem to be working till ridiculous hours at night. But dinner for me is a great time to sit down with no devices on, no distractions, and talk about the day whilst enjoying hopefully healthy food. So you're actually ticking a couple of boxes at the same time. Sit down, and it doesn't have to be super structured, but what happened today is a great place to start. You can then go into different questions for yourself or for those around you. What made me happy? What made me sad? What did I do today that I was most proud of? If you feel comfortable with these kind of things, you can split it into various areas of your life if you want to drill down into more detail. If you're doing a monthly or a weekly reflection, you could say, what have I done this week in my personal life? What have I done in my professional life? What have I done on my mental health? There's all different areas that you can reflect upon at all different times. What's important though, as I was saying before, is that we identify what's going well and also talk about what's not gone too well. And hopefully we wanna work on them both. We wanna work on the stuff that's working well for us to make it even better. And we wanna work on the stuff that's not going too well. And note it down. If you're seeing certain trends on certain days, your motivation's higher or lower due to different activities that you do on those days, you might wanna move it around. And I know a lot of people had this kind of stuff going on and maybe people do have this st stuff going on during lockdowns when people found the first day of the week quite hard to deal with. And I worked with some clients where we'd identify what made the first day of the week quite hard to deal with and maybe move those tasks out to the second or third day of the week. And it's not always possible, but it often is possible. We often do tasks on certain days because we've always done tasks on certain days. And sometimes they need to be done on those days, but other times they could actually be moved to other days. One thing I actually do with a lot of my clients through Training Peaks as well, especially in the early days, so I get to really understand them a lot more, is just to ask them to give me three things that went well that week and three things that didn't go too well that week. And at the start, it's often highly linked to training, but later on, a lot of different things can come into it that would affect training. Now, a lot of you might be thinking, this sounds quite straightforward, and a lot of you might have actually done it before, where maybe you've bought a notebook for reflection, or sometimes gratitude journaling and reflection 
journaling is, is similar. It's tied up in, in one notebook. You could call it the same. And that's the reason why I've actually tied these two together because I, I think they go quite well hand in hand. And I think there's probably quite a lot of information that might be, might be an overload for some people to have put it together. But one thing that I think is important is actually to bounce your ideas off someone, whether that's a mentor, a coach, or a friend, and sort of be able to give what you've found to them and ask for their opinion. And you're almost calling yourself out or getting them to call you out as well. It's not being negative, but it's trying to figure out actually how you can improve. It's a little bit tougher when you do it with a family member, especially a loved one, a husband or wife. Although, as I said, sitting down with Holly every evening and reflecting a little bit on the day, actually I find really quite good therapy on, on a daily basis. So that works quite good. But sometimes it does, dinner goes on a little bit too long and we get into a conversation that's just, yeah, I need to separate what's happened in the day to what's happening at night. So sometimes there's, there's a little bit of funky crossover there. But I think it's really important if you do have a friend, a coach or, or a mentor that you can share things with them. But on the bottom line, reflection and gratitude come as your personal responsibility. It's something that, or two things that you have to want to get involved in to try and grow yourself, to learn from what's gone by to help motivate yourself. There's a load of different tools of motivation out there, that's for sure. You can just YouTube motivational videos and you'll get loads of stuff. But really, all the answers, and this is what gratitude and reflection are doing, is all the answers are inside of you. It's just trying to figure out a different way to get them to come out. People can ask you questions that's gonna help you bring out the answers from within you. That's reflection. With gratitude, you're looking within yourself to see what makes you happy. So yes, people can help you. Yes, the internet can help you. Yes, hopefully this show's helped you. But the biggest thing I wanna encourage you to do is take responsibility for it. Gratitude and reflection is something that's in your hand, something that you own, and something that if you take and take seriously, lots will start to change. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll catch you next time.